Welcome, friend. I am so glad that you popped in your earbuds or just hit play on your phone and you're listening to this episode, whether, again, you're taking a walk, washing dishes, folding laundry, or just taking a moment just to sit. Whether inside or outside, I hope that you are having a really good day. And today we are going to uh, talk a bit more about summer. As you might notice, there's some episodes that I've done and there's more that are coming that have to do with the summer because that's where we're at right now. I do have some episodes that go back to last summer. You can go ahead and check those out. I actually do have a podcast catalog. If you are in the Facebook community, it is in there under the guide section. If you're not in the Facebook community, go ahead and join that. The link is in the show notes. And then you can just go in there and you can search for a specific topic. You can just put in summer and all the episodes will pop up that have to do with the summer. But today we're going to talk about creating. I have some tips for you on how to create a screen-free summer for your homeschool children. This is maybe something that's been on your heart. And you're like, let's try this. Let's, let's do this. Can we do this? Yes, you can do this. So I'm going to give you some guidance here and it's just some stuff for you to think through to help guide you through making that decision and then walking through with that decision. What does that look like for your summer? Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Before we talk a bit more about our screen-free summer ideas and how to walk through that with your family and get you guys to the other side. I wanted to put a bug in your ear about the importance of lessening screens, I guess I would say. And I know it's, it can be a hot topic. You don't want to talk about it much. I am actually a proponent of no or less screens and that's no secret here. But we all have to do what we've got to do, right? And we need to walk through things sometimes, try things out, and then make decisions like, oh, maybe that isn't isn't the right course for us. But we each have to walk through in our own family. You know your own circumstances. But if you are looking for an alternative way to homeschool your children that does not include screens, that includes, we'll say, like an old-fashioned childhood. I know I did an episode a little while back about that and relating to screens This is something that I allow you to walk through and to make the decision and to guide you along in figuring out what does that look like for your family in Clarify Your Homeschool. Because I think it's really important for us to create a homeschool environment and the lifestyle that resonates with us. You and your husband, like what is the environment you want to choose? If you are looking for, say, you don't want any screens at all, you want less screens, or you don't really care. Any of those are, as long as they are aligned with you and what your goals are for your family, then that's okay. But if you are specifically looking, you're saying, you know what, I want to lessen this. I want to figure out how can I homeschool my kids without the use of a ton of technology, especially in the younger years. 
Clarify Your Homeschool is my way of walking you step-by-step through that. Again, no matter what you decide to do when it comes to technology, but walking you through that so that you know that you have made the right decisions for your children. We're going to decide which curriculum to do just this homeschool year. And you're going to have then that foundation to be able to make those decisions and change it up and to make decisions in future seasons as well by following the step-by-step, the formula that I have laid out in Clarify Your Homeschool. You can get all of the details on that at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. And you can tap the, the website is up and live now. I'm so excited. It's been fun to be able to interact with you all through that and have everything in one place. I've just have felt for the past year, things are just kind of choppy. I'm like, go here, go here, go here. <laughs> everything is going to be at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. Anything that I mention at all here on the podcast. Okay. So let's talk today about creating a screen-free summer for your homeschool children. And I want to give you a little bit of background, a backstory um, when it comes to my family. So my youngest is 15 and he obviously would be the one that would have the most amount of access to technology. When we first started homeschooling, there really, there really wasn't much. I went on the internet for probably to send email (laughs) and then, I mean, on a computer, not on a phone uh, to send email and then Pinterest showed up and then Facebook showed up. And it was just like once a day for a specific amount of time when the kids were in bed. However, we did have TV and I'm just going to put this out there. If I was to go back, I mean, we didn't really, we didn't have the funds necessarily, the budget for having a lot of cable, but there were times where like Disney would just show up and it would be included. And I'm just going to say right now that if I was to go back, I probably wouldn't, you know, so we would have that once in a while. We always had PBS, but even, I don't know, maybe things weren't as innocent as I thought they were back then. And I missed some things, but In today's right now, I don't think I would let my kids watch any of it. I would be much more, I mean, we were huge into being outside. There really wasn't much TV at all. It was maybe like, all right, let mom clean up the kitchen and stuff. You guys can watch a little bit of Sesame Street or uh, whatever was on at that time early in the morning or something like that. But it wasn't, it wasn't something that we did regularly and there were no phones that could be streaming and they could watch YouTube videos. And I have no regrets because you know what you know. And when you don't know, you don't know, but now, you know, (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense, but when you know better, you do better. And from what I know now, and just the research and just all the things that go along with technology, I probably would have cut out all of those shows, but I know that it makes it harder. I do know. I know that it's, it's a nice way to be able to say, Hey, let's get this done. And then this can be your reward. And I am glad that I did hold back on a lot of things. And we didn't introduce a lot of technology until our kids were older and then walk them through all of that. And so far, my older two have their head pretty well on straight when it comes to those things. And we're still not, we haven't fully jumped into everything with our youngest and that's our our personal preference. Okay. Let's talk here. Enough of my story. (laughs) Let's get into these uh, tips that I have for you so that you can create a screen-free summer. I'm excited for you about this. Okay. Are you ready? Maybe grab a piece of paper and a pen and write these down. But the very first step that I want you to take, obviously I'm going to be making the assumption that you and your husband have made this decision. You've talked about it uh, apart from your kids. This is something that you've prayed about. This is something like you are like, yes, this is what we're going to do. And and the two of you, we're going to start from that point. The two of you have decided to do this and you have come up with a plan. You have decided what this looks like in your family. 
So the first thing then for your kids would be for you to sit down and have a conversation with your children. It would be you and your husband with your children. Now, this is where you need to really know your family. And maybe this is something that you, so you decide if this is something you're going to do all together with your kids, but say you have three kids and you're going to do it all together. Or maybe it's a conversation that you have one-on-one because you just know their personalities best. And, or maybe it's because their age range is wide and you want to be able to talk specifically to specific age ranges. But just remember that you know your kids best and you know how to work through this conversation with them. And so I want you also to do this in advance. Don't say, hey, we're going to have a screen-free summer and it begins right now. Yeah, good luck with that. (laughs) I mean, it would depend upon how much technology you allow. Maybe you don't allow a lot of technology to your kids and they're just going to be like, oh, okay, that's fine. So don't bring this up like just that day that it's going to happen. And maybe you give them a little bit of warning. Maybe, Maybe for your family, you're like, you know what? We're going to say that this is the last day and tomorrow it begins is the screen free. But I think that it's a good warning to say to you not to do like, hey, it starts right now, because maybe there might be some extra drama associated with that. Um, And maybe this is instead of having a formal sit down conversation, um, maybe it's more of an ongoing conversation. Maybe it starts out as a sit down conversation. And then it is kind of ongoing to let the kids kind of warm up to this idea and work up to a certain day. So maybe you say it begins June 1st or June 15th, or you just pick some, some specific day that it's going to start for you guys. All right. My second tip here is, uh are you ready for this one, mom? I want you to commit to at least less screens for yourself. I know it's really hard for us uh, who are, I mean, our emails and our calendars and everything is on our screens. There's so much that is on there. So I'm not going to tell you that you have to have a hundred percent screen-free summer. Maybe what you do instead is your days when your kids are around are screen-free, but in the evening, and I don't want you to spend all your evening on, on your screens then, because then, you know, you're going to miss time with your husband, but you may say, okay, in the evening, then that's when I'm going to take 15, 20 minutes, check my emails and check all these things. And I know that we have texts coming through and there's planning. I mean, I'm sitting here right now on my phone and I have something going on tonight. I'm seeing a ton of texts coming through about that. So I know that that is a way that we communicate with others and I want us to be realistic. So I'm encouraging you to at least commit to having less screens for yourself. Your children are going to learn more from observing you and we don't want to be a hypocrite. I want you to go back and listen to episode 140 where I did specifically talk about phones and the addiction and what that does to our homeschool family and gave you some ideas. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 140, but I want you to at least to commit to less screens for yourself. Maybe that's specific times that you allow yourself to look at your, at your phone and to catch up and to do some things. And I know I make appointments for my phone. I do all of these things, but kids don't see that to them. The screen is fun. It's entertainment. There's games, there's videos, uh, there's movies. They're just all the things that they really like are there. And they don't know that you're over there making dentist appointments or that you are over there uh, planning a Bible study with your friends and texting them about this. They don't know that. They don't see it the same way as you do. Because for me, my phone is mostly as a tool that I use. But if other kids were, if little kids were to see me, they might be like, ooh, she's watching 
I don't even know what the big shows are right now. They might just assume that I'm watching something fun because I do have nieces and nephews. And if I am, they will come over and look and they're like, oh, they walk away. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at my calendar or I'm texting somebody. It's not anything that's super exciting. And all of that to say that I want to encourage you to commit to at least less screens for yourself and being intentional about that this summer. All right. My next tip here is to create blocks of time to help keep down any boredom. Maybe the screens and the TV, iPads, movies, phones, all of that kind of video games, maybe all of that stuff entertained and kept your kids busy. And now they're going to say that they are quote unquote bored. I do want you to go back and listen to episode 152, where I talk about creating blocks of time for your family this summer, setting up a routine. And I think that'll come alongside you as you figure out this, but creating blocks of time to keep down boredom so that you're not just It's not just a free for all, all day long. If your kids are not used to entertaining themselves or entertaining each other or being home for without structure, without having uh, homeschool stuff to do, if they're not used to that, they might get quote unquote bored. My kids, they didn't get quite bored because they knew that if they told me they were bored, I would always find something for them to do. And it wasn't always, it wasn't, let's just say it's not something that they would have preferred to do. And I think that the more that they get used to being quote unquote bored of having that time, they will become creative. It's, I, I don't have scientific studies to back this up. This is just my gut. My intuition is that time on screens and iPads and video games. And I know some people love all these things. I'm not saying again, there can be a time and a place, but you are listening to this episode because you want a screen free summer. And I really do think that it kind of changes and alters your mind and dulls it down maybe in some areas and you forget, kids can forget that they can be creative and kids are really should be the most creative out of everybody. And so by giving them some time to be creative, to get bored and then to be creative, they'll get there. They'll get to the creative part. So, but creating blocks of time so that it doesn't become tedious and it doesn't become overwhelming and there isn't a lot of whining and complaining and so the time could be, well, this morning is, it's nice out, not too hot. We're going to spend this time outside. Then the afternoon, we're going to have some quiet rest time, some room time to ourselves. Then after that, we're going to play a game together or we'll go over to the park for a little while. And then we have to come home and make dinner. But just having those blocks of time so that they know that it isn't just an entire day of just sitting and staring at each other all day long. This next one is like a little bug I want to put into your mind. And I want you to keep this in mind that you need to be prepared. And this, again, would depend upon the level. And I really don't think that it probably does not take, again, no scientific studies. This is just my observation from what I have seen and just what I know of how the brain works. I would think that it wouldn't take as long for a young child to become addicted to screens than it would maybe, it would maybe take a little bit longer for an older child. So I don't know that it necessarily matters the amount of screen time that they had up to this summer that you're deciding to be screen free, but I would, I would, I just want to encourage you to, I guess I'm going to warn you, there's going to be some time of detox. And again, it depends, you know, was it a big part of your child's day? There might be some temper tantrums, some crying. They aren't getting what they want. Addiction is real. And that's, it sounds so harsh to just say that you're like, well, my child is only three. They're not addicted to me. We can all, I mean, I struggle with some addictions to different levels and degrees and 
telling my, having to tell myself, no, I'm not going to do that because that is not in my best interest, but they're three. They're not going to say to themselves, they don't have that willpower. And so you have to have the willpower for them and you have to have the willpower to walk through possibly those temper tantrums. We have to keep in mind the dopamine that is basically, it's just a hit to our brain every time you go on to, I mean, some of these poor kids out of teens and young adults that have unfortunately ended their lives because they didn't get enough likes, they didn't get enough follows, they didn't get enough comments on their videos, these videos that come and go and are just lost in a sea of tons of videos. The dopamine is a real thing. And I think that you've probably experienced it as well. And again, I talk a bit more about that in um, episode 140, just talking about the um, addiction that us moms can have on it, and is just wanting to look for an escape. And it's pleasurable. It, it, you know, for kids watching a fun cartoon and those who create and make the cartoons and the flashy colors and the cutting from one scene to the next scene, they know this, they study the brain, they study psychology and they know what it does. And so they create an experience that a child is going to love and to find pleasurable and they're going to want more of it. So be prepared for detox. Okay. Now that we have talked a bit more about like the harder part of it, let's turn it around. And I have two more points here. I want to make that are positive that are going to encourage you. And I want you to look at this time, this summer of screen time, screen free time. <laughs> That's the opposite. Screen free time. Is it time for your family to create memories? One simple little thing that you can do to help create memories. This isn't going to, this doesn't have to cost you a thing. Go to the library, pick a few books that are going to pour good character into your children. Books that are good literature, that are going to call them up that you all are going to enjoy and read that book aloud to them. And when it's done, pick up the next book, sit outside and read if the weather is nice, or maybe it's really hot and you crank up the air conditioning and yeah, hang out in the living room where it's nice and cool and read the book, but create family memories. Maybe it's going just to a little concert in the park that the town puts on. Maybe it is going to a parade. Maybe it's taking picnics. Maybe it's going to parks. Maybe it's going on hikes with friends. Maybe it's having backyard sprinklers. Maybe it's going to a friend's house who has a pool, but create family memories. Make that like the anchor of your summer. And again, they don't have to be big memories or they don't have to be big experiences for kids. Let's just bring them down, especially with all the time on screens. They're expecting, their brains are expecting like these big hits of dopamine, these big things. Let's help this summer to be a time that they can learn to be content with the little things, the little things of gathering out in the grass underneath a tree and reading a book uh, their mom is reading a book and they're sitting there with their siblings and maybe they're crouched down and watching the ant colony uh, moving all around while they're reading the book. Maybe you brought out popsicles for everybody and just let that help them to learn that that is enough. So creating family memories is the next thing. The last thing right here that I want to mention is sometimes it's good to replace that screen time, especially if it was an anchor to your day or if there are habits that are associated with that, maybe it was in the morning after breakfast, or maybe it's first thing in the morning, they get to watch a 30 minute show, or maybe it's after breakfast, they get to watch a 30 minute show while you clean up the kitchen, 
or replace that time with something else. Understanding that it's going to take time for new habits to form. They've created grooves in their brain that tell them that this is a specific time for watching my favorite show and now you've taken that from them. But replace that time, replace the screens with books, replace it with some projects. Maybe you give them some type of project to do. I, and I can talk about this in another episode, would give my kids specific projects to do in the summer. And I even did it as they were teens. I can look out right now and I still see our doghouse that I commissioned my son to do. Maybe he was 14 or so. And I said, your project is to build a doghouse and you need to design it. You need to just only use the supplies that we have here at the house. If you need anything else, like let me know, but you might have to buy it. So, cause I knew that we had enough supplies. My husband likes to hoard extra pieces of wood and I knew we had some shingles. I knew we had everything. So I knew he'd be okay. And so that was just like a project. Just gave him like a one-time project. So replace the screens with books, projects, games, and relationships. Make that your focus. Make relationships the focus this summer. And I want to give you one last encouragement and tell you that it might get really, really, really hard with your kids. There might be a lot of temper tantrums. There might be a lot of crying. There might be lots of boredom. And again, it depends upon how much screens were a part of your day. But if this is something that you're saying, you know what, I'm really feeling led to do this. And my husband is on board. We are, um, we are a team on this that I want you to lock arms with him and be a team and recognize that. There's going to be emotions that go along with this. And if your child is four and they are having an emotional outburst about it, don't match and don't meet their emotions. You are say 34. Don't, don't go down to that level. You be level-headed, be calm about it, be understanding about it as well. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you to have a screen-free summer because I'm excited about how it could be a stepping stone for something further or just an awareness of screens and what part you really want them to play in your life. And if you are enjoying the podcast and you have not left a review, I would really, I would appreciate it. I'm going to say thank you. Go ahead and leave a review um, and just let me know what you think about the podcast, what you enjoy. And I read all of those reviews. It really is a way that you can bless me and help out the podcast. Just a super simple way to be able to do that. Doesn't cost you anything and it takes maybe a minute or so of your time and I would appreciate it. Thank you for listening and I will be back here after the weekend. I know that, yeah, I think Monday is Memorial Day, but I'll drop an episode whether you listen on that day or not. That's okay. It'll still be there the next day. Just like to stick to my Monday and Thursday so that y'all know when I'm going to be releasing new podcasts, but have a good day, friend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.